relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. Impressive. Most impressive. See things you people wouldn't believe. You want to talk to God? Let's go see him again. of a certain vintage an excellent vintage perhaps one of the best that individual holding an ak aloft shouting wolverines defined your generation at least filmically that's why there is a clip in the beginning of every single episode of making movies great again that has a portion of this movie we are about to review it may have taken us a few months but we're here it's 1984's red dawn by the great john millius and it's even better that for the first time in radio and televisual history, my co-host, the one, the only Mr. Reagan, is in studio, Chris Coles, with an S. Welcome <laughs> in studio. <laughs> he said Chris Cole the other day, and I was like, Coles, with yeah, an S. Yeah, yeah, I will never do that again. <laughs> Chris, how come you're in the swamp? What's going on, man? Well, there's a little thing called CPAC yeah. going on right now. And, uh, you, and you, didn't, me, you didn't want to come, right, to CPAC? You're like, oh, no, 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 no. When we finished shooting the last episode of this, you go, you're going to CPAC, right? <laughs> Mr. Reagan, you're coming to CPAC. I'm like, no, no, I'm not coming to CPAC. I'm sick of that stuff. I'm sick of those guys. I'm sick of those people. And you're like, no, you're coming. You're coming. You're going to go. I'll get you a ticket. I'll bring you in. And you can stay at my place. And I'm like, well, I guess I have to now. So, yeah, now I'm here. And, 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 and you have the perfect explanation of why people should come to CPAC and come to events in which there are conservatives and like-minded people, people who want to see the world better again. You say, it recharges your batteries. Yeah, it recharges and that's exactly your right. batteries. It's exactly right. Because, and I've talked about this, uh, you know, in another segment of your show. I said, I feel like you, you see people that you don't know, that you don't know in real life, just regular folks in America who want to see the country improve. 
that want to see the quality of life of people improved, that want to see, bring morality back to America, things like that. It's a very touching thing. It's like a, it's very nice. It's very nice to see these people, and it does recharge your batteries. You know? But don't go if you don't like taking selfies. <laughs> I know you. This guy, man, you. This guy. If you walk through CPAC with Sebastian Gorka, it is like. It's like piranhas going after a, a no, lamb. No, piranhas eat into things. The... It's like the little fish that nibble at your feet. Those well, no, ones. but people swarm you. <laughs> you can go five feet, and then there's somebody else. Can I get a selfie? Five feet. Can I get a selfie? Five feet. Can I get a selfie? <laughs> and uh, the people are amazing, though. And you are very generous with your time and uh, your energy, and you talk to everybody. Doesn't cost and, me a uh, penny. That's what I say. And not only that, we've got another member of the team. Is he in the, is he in the room? We can, we, can we show the uh, newsroom? Let's show us our control room. Where's his brother? John Coles, give a wave in the back. And what's the shirt you're wearing? Show us the shirt. He is, he, did you pay him to wear your merchandise on my show? The Mr. Reagan t-shirt. He came into the room last night and he's like, hey, should I wear this? And I'm like... Yeah, of course you should wear it. He's going to be walking around CPAC wearing that as well. That's amazing. He's a good brother. He's a good brother. Clearly, clearly. He's a respectable one. All right, should we do some work today? Yeah, let's talk about the movie. All right, so um, I dread asking this because I get the wrong answer so often with you. Had you seen this movie? I had seen Red Dawn, yes. We're doing Red Dawn, ladies and gentlemen. By? (laughs) The great John Milius. Let's let's show the picture of me and Chris this morning in my home at the H quarter uh, headquarters. <laughs> this is the original original theater poster, yeah. like thick card of Red Dawn, signed by the director and writer John Milius. Because we know, and you met her, Amanda Milius. Amanda Milius, John Milius' very impressive daughter, who's also a director. Who's also a director. She's done some amazing films. If you've not seen her films, I highly recommend them. Yeah. Uh, friend of Sebastian Gorka. Yeah, a Trump appointee. She's in the State Department. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, well. and just a cool person. And, and, and uh, we, yeah. we have that poster. So this, this is a personal one for me. I'm a huge fan of uh, the general. He was, he, they, had to, you know, they had to address him on set as General Milius. The actors. <laughs> I, I the saw act, that. Not, another, you know, In the behind-the-scene documentary yeah. that you forced me to watch. I, uh, <laughs> I did hear that. Yeah, that's right. cool, though. I think that's cool. So give us uh, initial thoughts on this movie. You know, I movie. didn't grow up with this film. It's a bit of a violent film. So it's tough. Yeah, it's a tough film. It's a very... I will say philosophical film more it's, than anything. It's not a, it was accused of being like this rah-rah pro-war. It is not a pro-war movie. No, 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 no. Right. It's, it's a thinking man's film. And if you're not thinking, then I suppose you could perceive it that way. But uh, no, it's a, it's a philosophical film. And so I didn't see it when I was a child. I didn't grow up with it. It wasn't a big part of my childhood. But I saw it as an adult. I had a buddy of mine. He presented me, my buddy Kurt, who I mention sometimes on my show. Mm-hmm. He's a big movie buff. He, he, we're talking one day about films. And he, said, he starts talking about the plot of Red Dawn. And I'm saying, wait, wait. The Russians invade America, like rural America in the 1980s? Yeah. I'm like, how, do I, have I, how have I never heard of this movie? I just love the premise. So I watched the film, and I thought, wow, what, uh, what an underrated film. That I, how could I have never heard of this? 1984. It looks even a little bit older than that in my mind because it was set in rural America. Yes. And so there's nothing about it that screams, like, trendy 1980s. No. Rural 1980s was more sort of, like, late 70s. You right. Know? And that was true in my household as well because we, I didn't grow up rich or anything. And if you grew up, you know, sort of like lower middle class, middle class in America in the 1980s, 
everything you owned, every piece of furniture you owned, was actually from the 70s. Right. <laughs> right. And this film reflects that well, I think. Yeah. 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 And, and also the town. There's nothing. Here we have the uh, opening scene. And I just, I looked at my watch. The scene of the, the Soviet paratroopers landing as the teacher's giving this lecture on Genghis Khan and the, the hunt. And they decimated, yeah. even the insects were decimated before Genghis Khan. Right. And, and then he just walks out into the field. And the, the Soviet uh, trooper has an RPK, a light machine gun, and just hammers him from about, you know, 30 feet. The, the first five minutes, yeah. I looked at my... The, the, so mi- much happens. Minus doesn't wait a second. He no. doesn't build up the characters. He doesn't have this bucolic, here is the town. Five minutes of high-intensity violence in a high school. But it was so brilliant. And this kid dying, that was Oh, I'd be hanging out the moment. window. Whew, that was Heavy. tough. At the very beginning, and the teacher dies, and you like the teacher, yeah, because you can tell immediately he cares about his students. Well, everybody's had that it. teacher, right? Everybody's had the big that guy teacher. who cares. The big guy who cares, yeah, right. a little bit like our host Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> <laughs> I have the tweed jacket. I will be wearing that tweed jacket later, but I will not be shot by Soviet paratroopers. All right, the film is Red Dawn, nineteen eighty-four, by the great John Milius, the man who brought us Dirty Harry. Uh, uncredited on numerous uh, films, he fixed the garbage dialogue for the hunt for red october he gave us conan the barbarian just an absolute legend in the community we salute you uh, as we begin our review we are talking red dawn with mr chris coles he is mr reagan also alpha critic you've got to follow him right now on youtube you've got to go to twitter Mr. Reagan USA. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, making movies great again. If you like what we do here, make sure you never miss it. You don't have to watch us. Some people don't. Some people listen to us on podcasts. Is it true, right? Yeah, we've read it. I was like, I love your making movies great again thing. And he and Sebastian Gorka. And you're me, standing right next to me. And he says, that's the co-host. And he goes, oh, I, I just listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't listen. I mean, we have a televisual feast. We have yeah. clips from the movies, thanks to Eric, and today it's going to be a bonanza. But you can listen to us. How do you do that? Just go to your favorite podcast platform, whatever it is, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Punch in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. It costs you, well, the price is right, absolutely nothing. But in exchange for this content we provide for you every single day, be so kind as to leave us a five-star review. It does help with those dastardly algorithms. And also, if you are America First, you should wear America First. You should have America First in your pocket. We listened to President Trump on Saturday at CPAC. MAGA is back, Trump 2024. Check out all our America First gear. Made in America, MAGA returns, SebGorkaStore.com. Hottest selling item, sadly, is still our FBI t-shirt. But this time, it stands for Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. Get yours today. The challenge coin as well. You called in. You said, we need an America First challenge coin with the president's face on it. Well, we made it. Get yours today. SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. SebGorkaStore.com. Every day when I pass a mirror, I still can't believe it. It's me. I'm looking back at myself. I never thought I'd be this fit again. But 42 pounds ago, I decided to take control of my health. And with the help of my PhD weight loss and nutrition... I'm so glad I did. The program is simple. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her amazing team customize a plan for your body to make it simple. They even provide 80% of your food at no additional cost. They treat your entire person as one. Dr. Ashley believes that all change starts with the mind. She'll help you to change your behavior when it comes to food and think differently about food so you'll never gain the weight back. 
Give them a call right now at 864-644-1900 and they can answer all your questions. If I can do it, you can do it. Dear friends, you were absolutely amazing with regards to the assistance that we have provided through Food for the Poor for those suffering in Turkey and Syria as a result of the earthquake that killed over 36,000 human beings. Now we are going back to helping those in our hemisphere far, far closer to home. We have uh, a billion people who are living in poverty and children are suffering who will go to bed tonight hungry. Let's do something about it. Let's let's help them out. Just listen to this incredible girl, Sarah, here in America, and explain to you why she donated from her pocket money to Food for the Poor. I just wanted to say I really admire your work with uh, Food for the Poor each year. I have an envelope that I keep on my nightstand, and each time I get, do get some money, I put a little bit away throughout the year, maybe like a dollar or two. It's for Food for the Poor. And so this year I saved up $80 to give, and I'm not saying any of this to brag. I just wanted to encourage your, your listeners. If you can just spare a little bit, that that would be good. Bye. If she at 16 can spare $80, will you help these children who have done nothing to deserve their fate? A one-time, a one-time donation of $72 because Food for the Poor has the food. They just need to get it to these children. will feed two of them for a year. If you donate just once, $144, that's four children who will be fed for a whole year. Make a difference today. You're literally saving lives. Go to our website. Easiest way to do this is to go to sebgorka.com. Click on the Give Food, Give Hope banner. If you prefer, you can call in your tax-deductible donation to 855-330-4673. That number again, 855-330-4673. Or just go to sebgorka.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com, and the Give Food, Give Hope banner. God bless every single one. Of you. All right, Chris, let's start with the stars. Let's talk about the acting, the fact that these were kids. It was the first movie for Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Swayze is the lead as Jed. Talk to us. As an actor, talk to us. The performances. Yeah, I mean, these guys were young. You know, they were, they were all young. Uh, in the behind the scenes documentary, they were all talking about how they didn't know what they were doing. You know, Swayze was the only one with any real experience, and so he kind of quasi trained. The other actors and, on set. And Milius said to Swayze, yeah. pulled him off and said, you're I'm my the lieutenant. general, you're my lieutenant. So I'm not going to talk to these kids. Yeah. You're in charge. This yeah. is like, you, know, you are in the wilderness, in the mesa, and yeah. you have to be the father figure. And what was crazy was that I think Patrick Swayze says he, he had got frostbite. Yeah. And they all talked about that. Like, they were all just dying. Right. I mean, legitimately, like, freezing to death. And But they were so passionate about making movies and being actors and stuff. They were willing to suffer through that. And it seemed to me like they'd never, ever again, after that experience, such a difficult shoot. You know? This is the first thing I wrote down when I watched, because I love them. I actually like the making. I'm such a geek. I love the making of more than I like the movies sometimes. And they interviewed every character... C. Thomas Howell, Leah Tom, uh, Thompson, uh, Gray, Swayze. Every single one of these kids said it was horrific. Yeah. Literally frostbite. And they say it was the greatest experience I've had working in a movie. How yeah. crazy is that? Patrick Swayze. Running around. Like, I loved every second of it. Learning how to shoot machine guns. Yeah, you know, Millius took them to actually shoot real machine guns. Yeah. C. Thomas Howell turns out he's a country kid who yeah. knew how to ride. He taught them all how to be cowboys. And Which is funny because he doesn't look like No. <laughs> but if you see at the end, their horse handling. Right. The way Swayze is controlling that horse. The way Leah. The, yeah. These... these 
people look by the end of the movie pros like you know rough riders and that's a really beautiful thing that they did with the film is because if you watch the very first confrontation in the movie yes I mean, they're scared kids at the beginning yeah. of the film. The way they open it, by the way, the way they open this movie where it's just a normal high school. Yeah. And then out the window, behind the kids, in the distance. And my brother noticed this because I was watching it with my brother the other day. It's just silent. The paratroopers coming down is silent. And, yes. it's, and it's way in the distance. Yeah. It's so subtle. It's so beautifully done. Right. These paratroopers come in and you see the, the, the teacher get shot to death. And the students freak out, run. They're terrified. And then that first confrontation... They clearly don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to use a gun. Oh, they're, they're, she's holding it like this, kind of falling out of her hand, the AK. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a meme that's going around right now on, on Twitter, which is a, a chick holding a gun, looking through the scope, and the butt of the rifle's like up <laughs> on here. On her shoulder. Yeah, and there's like a red circle here, like, look at where her eye is. Look at where the butt of the gun right. is. It's like, that's going to hurt. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. That's kind of how you feel about Leah Thompson and, and, the, and the other actors in the, the film at the very beginning. But then, over the course of the film, they're getting better and better and better. And you can kind of see the evolution of how people who don't know what they're doing in a, in a situation which they must survive right. become these elite warriors just because they have to. And, and that's, what a brilliant concept. You There's know? that moment right at the beginning where they've, you know, the, the two brothers, Jed and his brother, say, mm-hmm. we, we've hunted in these mountains yeah. forever. And they, they built that little campfire with the rest of the kids they rescued. Yeah. And some of the kids say they want to go back. They want to go back to town. Yeah. They, they want to go back to their parents. And there's really great delivery from Swayze who says, I know one thing. My parents would want to be alive. Would me, want me to be alive. Me. Yeah. And they'd want you. Your parents would want you to be alive. So that, that, that moment of tension. None of this is... Well, there's one guy, C. Thomas Howell, who we see descend into this... He, he starts to like killing. He says, the, the, the hate keeps me warm, right. right? The hate keeps me warm. And he becomes yeah. this kind of... But the rest of them are like, even Swayze, that moment when he starts crying, he just goes off and he starts crying because of what he has become. Endured, yeah. Endured. And, and, and that's the truth about soldiers, you know, and war. War is hell. They always, you know, war is hell. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've never been in a war... But I, you, know, you can see the effects of it on people. And this kind of an exploration of this idea of watching people go through this, um, it, it just has everything. It has the intellectual um, conceptions and it also has the emotional part of it. And uh, yeah, re- just a really great concept altogether. All right, we are talking Making Movies Great Again with Chris Coles, the Mr. Reagan channel, also Alpha Critic. One of the best things you can do today is to subscribe to him on YouTube. Oh, Chris. Yes, sir. I'm back on YouTube. Did you know that? I did know that. All right. Uh, Eric, let's uh, put up the uh, the new YouTube channel because allegedly you can't keep a good man down. The title is, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, official. I didn't come up with that, but, you know, that's what it is. Look for at Dr. Sebastian Gorka, official. We have the full interview, including the behind the scenes in the commercial breaks discussion with my former boss, President Trump. It's the first video up there, or 40 minutes long, exclusive. We talk about the situation in Ukraine. The economy, the future, the election, DeSantis, Biden. Check it out today. Go to Dr. Sebastian Gorka Official on YouTube. And likewise, we are on every social media that matters. We're just everywhere. It's Twitter, Instagram. 
Facebook, YouTube again, Parler, Getter, Telegram. Uh, we are also broadcasting on television channels uh, over the top, such as Roku devices, you name it. You can download the app to see all the cool clips that Eric gets for us every single week. SalemNewsChannel.com is the other way to access that, SalemNewsChannel.com. And for my unique content, Latest is my analysis on what the war in Ukraine is really about. You just go to my Substack. That's SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my whole name is one word, SebastianGorka.substack.com. Follow us on all social media. Today, we are partnering with Food for the Poor to provide urgently needed food to some of the most impoverished countries in our hemisphere because of interrupted planting cycles, rising food prices, and the lingering impact of COVID. The list of families unable to feed their children grows longer by the day, but you can make a difference to these families. Today, a meal for meal match means your one-time gift of $144 provides a family of four with food for a year. That's two meals a day for the next year for a family who struggle to get even a handful of rice or enough corn for a tortilla. Knowing your gift will never have more impact than right now. Will you rescue one family, three families, or even ten families? Go to sebgorka.com and click on the red Send Food banner. Text the keyword G-O-R-K-A to 91999 and you will get a link to make your life-saving gift. Or to give your gift by phone, call my toll-free number 855-330-4673. Go get going now. Get out before they find you. Yeah. I love you. I know you do, son. I love you, too. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election start, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 elections 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Boys! Avenge me! Avenge me! The Wolverines at the training fence of the quote-unquote re-education camp in Red Dawn. Swayze talking to his father, Harry Dean Stanton. One of the most emotional moments of the movie Red Dawn. Um, shouting to his sons as they leave, avenge me. Uh, help me out here, Chris. I've never understood. I mean, that performance was remarkable. Mm-hmm. But I've never understood the, the, the Harry Dean Stanton cult. People love Harry Dean Stanton. I didn't know there was one. Oh, there is. I mean, yeah. amongst a certain group of movie buffs, he's like, whether it's in Alien as one of the engineers or whether it's here. Even Milius says, I mean, oh, I mean, Harry Dean Stanton, how can you do any better than Harry Dean he's Stanton? He's a compelling guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, compelling people in film, I mean, it's a, it's a thing. It's important to have that. And, and uh, underrated people. People like to support people who are underrated, I think. Okay, you know, that, probably, that makes sense. You know, that makes sense. And that, you know, the, what's interesting about that scene in particular, this is not a dialogue-heavy film. No. And, the, and, the, and it's not like esoteric language. It's not sophisticated, uh, you know, reams of dialogue. They're no. Not, you know, they're not, it's not, you know, this poetry of Shakespeare. It's these very simple lines. Yes. Uh, but very powerful. And everyone in this film is very sincere. And it's something that you don't even get in films anymore. People are always sarcastic. People are making jokes. Yes. And that's fine. Right. But there's something that's been lost in the culture. There's a depth. There's a depth to it and a sincerity. Excuse me. There's a sincerity that you just don't get in films anymore because we've ridiculed it so much that you can't really get away with it anymore. Like, you couldn't make this film like this with this level of sincerity. Because, because it's uncool to be the sincere, exactly. right? Exactly. But it's touching as well yeah. because you think these are, like, as genuine a people as you could portray in a film... And there's always moments in this movie where I think they're going to make a joke and then they don't. And they're just genuinely sincere. And I think, wow, that's really powerful. You know? And the other thing that I, kind of struck me, because this has been a movie for me, I mean, iconic from my childhood. And yeah. I grew up in the Cold War. And this was like, yeah, the, the Russians could actually do this. Yeah, um, yeah. The, 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 the bad guys here are not caricatures. Mm. In most you know, war movies... They're not pure evil. Right. They're not, they're they're not humans, pure evil, yeah. and they're not uh, cardboard cutouts, and they're not like Nazis being mowed down in the distance. I mean, you look at these characters. Let's look at Strelnikov, Brachenko, Bela, the Cuban. Strelnikov, um, the Spetsnaz commander, who has the duel at the end with, with Swayze. He, he, you know who this guy was in real life? You know who mm. this actor was in real life? So this individual who played this... A very, very handsome, forthright, compelling individual. William Smith. William Smith spoke five languages, including fluent Russian, the guy on the screen with the submachine gun. Mm-hmm. He was a Russian linguist interrogator in Korea. That's this, why he's, he does his Russian lines so This well. dude, yeah. was actually, this wasn't dubbed, it wasn't right. ADR. Right. 
He was interrogating prisoners during the Cold War in Russia. No? I was wondering about that because right? he comes on screen and he just spits out that Russian. Oh my God. And he does a long Please. speech, that lecture. Yeah. He does that long lecture in Russia. Yeah. This is a Wolverine. We will not kill civilians. We will become the hunters. I mean, he's doing it all in Russia. Yeah. So, and then you see, for me, we have, oh, um, Bella, the Cuban. Mm-hmm. Near the end of the movie, he's writing this letter home. I'm about to resign. I've had enough. I've had enough of war. They humanize him. They humanize the guy yeah. who's invading somebody else's country, putting mm-hmm. Harry Dean Stanton in a, in a re-education camp. So uh, Milius isn't saying, you know, kill all commies, commies bad. Yeah. We're getting a glimpse into the other side of this reality. I once wrote a, a screenplay in which it was about a POW in World War II. And he escapes, and he's gone through all this hell, and he runs into one of his former prison keepers. Uh-huh. And this guy, uh, he's, gives him a cigarette, and he says, you know, if I was escaping, this is how I would do it. And he just walks away. And I always thought that was a very powerful idea, the prison keeper who respects right. what you've gone through. Right. And just says, you know what, I know this is war, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm also a human being, and I can see what you're, you know, what you're dealing with. And like maybe I'll I'll break the rules right now. I always thought that was a very powerful idea, and it's and it's done so well here with the Cuban when he sees Swayze and is holding his brother dying, and he just puts the gun down. Yeah, this I was going to save this for later, but this is this surprises you. I mean, in the Cold War, oh, it's very powerful. In the Cold War, you're like, oh no, the the, you know, good uh, the only good commie is a dead commie. Uh You hate the Cubans, you you hate hate, the Russians, and then and then Swayze's carrying his dying brother. And the Cubans, you know, he's got his AK on him, and he's 10 feet away. And the look on <clears throat> Swayze's face is minus 40 when they film this. I mean, these guys are freezing. They are death, genuinely right? freezing. Yeah. And the Cuban just put, actually drops the AK on the ground. He could have mm-hmm. killed this guy who's been blowing up his troops and, and, and killing his troops for, for over a year. All right, we are talking Making Movies Are Great Again, coming to you, both of us, from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor. Pain relief that works, pain relief that thrills, pain relief that is liberating. Half a million Americans across the nation, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Yvonne from California. Let me share with you Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those words, pain-free, should be reason enough for you to order the three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you. Like it works for me, Yvonne and half a million, 500,000 of your fellow Americans. Do it today. Call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com, one more time, 800-500-8384. Did you notice in the State of the Union speech last month, Biden doubled down on his spending plans, adding even more to the federal deficit? That doesn't bode well for the value of your money. Sebastian Gorka here. Biden's disconnected view of the economy means there will be no meaningful steps taken to lessen inflation and lower interest rates. Your cash reserves and investments will be worth less, which is why I recommend calling veteran-owned Midas Gold Group to look into safeguarding your wealth with the stability of gold while you still can. 
Gold traditionally holds its value when economies fail, guarding against the destruction of inflation and the ruin of a recession. Don't let Biden's misguided economy wipe you out. Talk with the good folks at Midas Gold Group. Go to MidasGoldGroup.com or call 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-GOLD. It's gold you can hold. MidasGoldGroup.com. 855-322-GOLD. All right, so for me, I don't know why, you know, I, I just was, you know, ribbing, I guess, this, this cult of Harry Dean Stanton worshippers, but I'm guilty of it of myself because for some reason I love Powers Booth. Whenever I see Powers Booth in a movie, I say, dude, that's a man. That's a, I mean, this is, the depth of character, the drawl that he has, the southern drawl, the, the clippedness of his delivery. He never over, you know, overacts. Let's play the shot-down pilot who becomes a kind of father figure to the Wolverines. Mm-hmm. West Coast. East Coast. Down here is Mexico. First wave of the attack came in disguised as commercial charter flights, same way they did in Afghanistan in 80. Only they were crack airborne outfits. Now they took these passes in the Rockies. So that's what hit Calumet? I guess so. They coordinated with selected nuke strikes, and the missiles were a hell of a lot more accurate than we thought. They took out the silos here in the Dakotas, key points of communication. Like what? Oh, like Omaha, Washington, Kansas City. Gone? Yeah. That's right. How do you like the performance from Powell's Booth? Well, here's the thing. They needed a character like this. Yeah, totally. Because otherwise it's just a bunch of kids, and it's crazy, and it's not particularly believable. Out of control. Yeah. Right. You bring in this guy who says, you go, okay, this guy is a, is a, a, a real soldier, right. and he respects these folks. He grows to respect them, and he trains them a little bit, and he helps them out, and it becomes a much more believable story yes. this way. Right. So you need this sort of like, not Obi-Wan Kenobi type figure, but you know, somebody who can come in and like right. train him up a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's the, he's the perfect actor for it. He does a great job. There's a little bit of a weird relationship with him and Leah Thompson. There was Which, a scene that was cut out. Where, where, they, where they go and make love. Yeah, so she, yeah. she, who's been raped by the Soviets, mm-hmm. totally damaged yeah. woman, and then yeah. she latches onto him, and then they remove that. I think they should have left that in. It would have yeah. allowed her to sort of recover psychologically. Right. Maybe it kind of shows that. And, and, and then tell really the story. Did you, did you catch the funny story of his death scene, what he said about the line Milius gave him? He said, I can't deliver that line. Did you catch that in the making of? Yes, I so do. And the, everybody he, cheered for it. He, yeah, he, right? he's on the turret. He's right. thrown the hand grenade in to the tank. Yeah. And they, they, they get him. They gun him down. And he's like dying. His death, last words as the smoke grenade is, uh, you know, billowing around him he says shoot straight for once you army pukes and it's like and he said to me i can't say that can't be my death line and he delivered it and he said in the movie theater like hey the air force hates the army oh it's hilarious yeah it's it's a, it's specific for certain audiences but yeah. you know what it, it's great yeah it's great it's the, the film's not perfect. Let me take a sober approach to the movie. What? This is my childhood you're talking about, well, Coles. From, from a 21st century perspective, okay. if you're going to have a young person who's used to computer-generated effects and everything looking uh-huh. perfect, not everything's perfect in this movie. Some of the props are a little old, old-fashioned. It's, it's dated a little bit okay. in terms of its special effects. But this is not a movie about special effects. And there's some cool stuff. And we'll get to, like, oh, the yeah. napalm and everything. We'll yeah, but Yeah. But the... The film is an exploration of an idea. 
Yeah. And to me, these are the best stories. What is fiction if not an exploration into human psychology, uh-huh. into the human condition? What do we do under certain circumstances? And this is a wild idea. And I don't think we have enough big ideas like this anymore. Agreed. We'll explore, explore a little idea here or there in an independent film right. or something. But this concept of World War III, the Russians coming in, right. the Cubans coming in, the Nicaraguans coming in, and some high school students forming a rebellion, what would that be like? Let's yeah. explore that reality fantastic idea to do a film like that. Does anything take you out of it? Because for me, I think it's it's such a hard story to to write and to perform. And I don't, I, said yeah. this, I, don't, I never go, well, yeah, well no, I don't, I don't buy that. Oh, no, absolutely not. And because they have so many characters, like you have uh, the character who becomes, who starts to enjoy the killing. Yes. And you have the other characters that are enduring like shell shock and having right. to like suffer through it. And you have brothers who love each other, you know, throughout the film, yeah. dying in each other's arms at the end. And I watched it with my brother. And we're sitting there watching it, and, and, and I'm, we're just sitting there thinking, like, could we have done this? You know, we grew up in Oregon. We grew up riding been in the mountains. and horses. Yeah, we weren't hunters, but we were, you know, we were Boy Scouts and everything. So we we're like, yeah, we could have survived. We could have probably done this. And we're thinking about young people today. Yeah, my and God. we're thinking, there are certain places in Texas and yeah. maybe, you know. But there's so many across the country. If you just watch TikTok and you go, there's no way... That this There's no way they'd survive having bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> right? There's no way that a they-them is going to fight <laughs> off the Russians. You know what I mean? He went there. He went there. All right. I can't believe he actually criticized the special effects in this movie. Uh, the, the props. <laughs> you know what they had to do this for, for this movie? I mean, this is 1984. You can't roll around buying T-72 tanks and no. BTR armored personnel carriers. They built these suckers. Of course. They yeah. built. They went to a company that took M-48 pattern tank chassis so that's you know the general pattern american tank chassis and they built soviet tanks with turrets with guns they built armored personnel they took the scariest thing of the cold war if you're on the ground and and somebody's shooting at you they took the hind attack helicopter which is literally a flying tank the thing they used in afghanistan to kill civilians and they said, well, well, we can't actually ask the Soviets for a, you know, an MI-24. So they took a French Puma helicopter, strapped false stubby wings on it, like the hind, mm. rocket pods. And there's that moment where the, these helicopters, come, they've, just, they've been suckered into this trap where the yeah, food yeah. comes off the back of the lorry. They locate them. They send in the choppers. The choppers mow down, you know, Thompson and everything else. These guys, the amount of effort that went into this, the tank oh, yeah. battles... The you know AK forty seven they use Finnish ones because you could buy Finnish you know versions of the Kalashnikov but only a real you know geek gun geek like me would know that but do you know what happened what oh, you saw the making of the CIA saw the tanks and they investigated re- the film they saw them on, a, on being carried on railroad <laughs> yeah. carriers to right. the set on the Mesa and they went to the prop studio they knocked on the door they arrived on the, uh, where, where did you, where did you get that Soviet tank from and it was such a good copy that they said oh can we borrow after the film can we borrow them for our training purposes oh did they really oh yeah so we can do the radar recognition the photographic recognition because in the cold war the thing was the silhouette of a vehicle how do you recognize at a distance how do you train your photographic interpreters they said yeah can we can we borrow some of your fake russian tanks director milius i was under the impression that they had designed the tanks to look a little bit different 
so that it because this is a this is an exploration of an idea. No, these so were, these were like, been, these were so they they as made close them as they could get them as That's close as you great. could get them. I just assume that they would right. have made them slightly different, but because uh, it is a sort of alternative universe, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the universe in which we're invaded. Yeah, it's it's millions. Wow, universe. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Right, we're talking making movies great again. It's 1984. We love the 80s. It is, of course, Red Dawn, John Milius's iconic movie. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. If you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, do what I did four years ago. Try Relief Factor. It worked for me. It can work for you. Just listen to Debron from Massachusetts. This is her story. I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, Relief Factor. Just those words, my pain is gone, should be reason enough. Call them today, 800-500-8384. The three-week quick trial pack will be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Debron, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You deserve to know. What if you could be the next success story? What have you got to lose? I mean, apart from paying nothing, Correct? Do it today. Don't wait any longer. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com.
Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented the MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest and coolest pillow you'll ever own for my exclusive listeners that my pillow 2.0 has a buy one get one free offer with promo code gorka my pillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100 made in the usa and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee just go to mypillow.com click on the radio list of square for the buy one get one free offer enter promo code gorka or call 800-829-8468 that's code g-o-r-k-a goat today okay what else do we need to say about this incredible movie um i love this one thing if, if you're a gun nut like me and <clears throat> chris can attest to that uh so, so can john um there's this moment do you remember at the beginning when they, they just landed the troopers just landed and the um the, the officer gives guidance to one of his lieutenants go to the gun stores yes and get form four four seven three which is the background check you have to do to buy a gun. Why? Oh. What's the message? Millis is a massive gun guy. I mean, he's a right. second amendment. Yeah, this is like, a political idea of like, well, if you have this form. Yeah, you've got the, the addresses yeah. of everyone who's bought a gun, yeah, right? This, right. Is, like, this hey. is the trouble. And actually, this makes sense. Like, this could have even been the idea behind the entire script. Yeah. It's like, this right. is a problem. Right. Like, what if this happened? They're like, oh, what if this happened? This is a good idea. Maybe let's not have lists of people who have guns in case somebody wants to take our liberties away from us. When I actually, when I saw that part of the film, I thought, well, that can't be real. Oh, yeah, it is. But yeah, that makes sense. Because back then they wouldn't have had some kind of like internet database. They would have had just files. Paper forms. Yeah. 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 All right. uh, He calls himself a, uh, uh, what does he say? He's a Zen anarchist. When he's asked politically whether he's a left or right, Milius. I'm a Zen (laughs) anarchist. He's not exactly conservative or libertarian or left wing, but uh, he is a patriot and he loves his guns. Okay, let's do a little bit of um, more trivia. Let's talk about um, Bella. Bella is, of course, the Cuban officer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know who Bella is? Do you know who who Bella, the um, The the actor? actor? Yeah. You mean what else is he in? Yes. What, what made him famous? Oh gosh. Okay. I don't know. We were what? actually we were actually thinking of this the whole time we were watching the film. Yeah. We're like, what's he in? What's he in? What's he in? Right. I recognize him from something, but I don't He's remember exactly what. Actors. Yeah. He was the iconic pastor from um, Superfly, from the black black exploitation movie. <laughs> I he never saw Superfly. Superfly. Oh, He's Ron O'Neill. Right. That's funny. What to go from black exploitation to yeah. being the Cuban kid, Colonel? You in know Red what was Dawn? impressive about all the quote unquote villains of the film. They got men who didn't just look older than the high school students. They got men that looked intimidating. Every man looks like a yes. real man, you yes. know, like like uh, a little bit scary. Like they could give a speech and then they could punch a guy out, right? And then they could shoot a gun, right? You know, they looked like real men. And yeah. so, even the grandpa, even the grandpa, even the grandpa, says, come. Yeah. I've got some heirlooms to give you, and the, you know, the grand, the grand, the grandchildren, the daughters, the, da- are in, in the, the granddaughters. Are, that's a dude. Yeah. That, that's a rancher. That guy's a you know, yeah, real American. He was creating a real contrast. Yeah. Uh, between the characters, uh, Milius, brilliant, brilliant casting. Yeah, uh, what one fascinating one for me is the the evil the the the, the one 
protagonist, uh, antagonist who has no redeeming qualities. He's not writing love letters home to his wife. He doesn't want to. And that is, of course, uh, Vladek Szebal, the Polish actor, a character actor, who um, you might recognize from an earlier movie, uh, one that has something to do with the poster behind me. This is Vladek from a certain uh, movie with Sean Connery, uh, where he played chess master Kronstein. Oh, yes. Chess master So it's from Russia with Love. From Russia with Love. Yeah, it you has know. to be, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the Spectre th- operative. That's right. At the very beginning of the film. Yeah. Because he's the one that designs the plot. Yes. He's the one that designs right. the plan of, the, of right. the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice bit of casting there. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and he's... he's everything about this movie is actually quite good, as I said, from a Don't get modern, away. from a modern good. from a from a modern <laughs> perspective, I do think young people it'll take you know you got to get used to the fact that it's an older film. Yes, and it doesn't have all the CGI yes. and everything like that. But there is something much more real about it, I would say, than a modern film because everything today is so fantastical. Right. You know, and there's right. something very real about this. There was a moment when the, 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 there's an explosion very early on when they're when they're collecting the guns from the the gun store. Yeah. And there's an explosion in the background. My brother noticed this, and it's just silent. And after a few seconds, you hear. Oh, the, the time delay for the sound. They don't do that anymore. The reason they don't do that anymore because people always think it's a mistake. Oh, that's funny. But 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 we watched that. and We're like, this is better. This is better. And there's you that know? moment you asked me about. With the uh, the massive napalm explosion, you were trying to work out whether it was CGI. I, no, no, whether it was a model, a model. Because I thought there's just no way they could do one that yeah. big. Because it was it was an, a massive explosion, right? right exactly. And you know how it's done. Yeah. But I I hadn't seen that documentary, and so I'm sitting there watching this, going, "That has to be a model." Because there's this <laughs> napalm explosion. It's just like, bah, 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 bah. I mean, it looks like Vietnam. It's oh yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's like you know, it 500 like, feet long explosion. <laughs> yes, right. it looks like real footage of real war. And I thought, that's got to be a model. So I rewound the, the stream or whatever, and I played it back, and I'm looking at the camera angle, and I'm looking at the camera shake, and you know the out-of-focus foliage in the foreground, and I'm thinking, that's a real explosion. The smoke and the way it goes. Like, that's not a slow-motion nope. model. That's nope. a real... They really shot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, you, you've watched the documentary and saw how it was right. all done. It, it was, it, they, they laid whatever it was, 800 feet of plastic drainage pipe, yeah. and they filmed it with gasoline mixed with you know, soap detergent, which is you know, OG napalm, mm. and they wrapped it in debt cord, you know, thousands of feet of debt <laughs> cord, and they blew it up. It's crazy. blew it up. Crazy. Blew it up. All right, so let's talk about... The uh, the so what the most important question of oh do we have any clips we have to play oh my gosh come in come in with that come in with this clip come in with this clip this isn't happening this isn't happening Jen let him go shut up Danny he was one of us shut up he told him where we were he did now get your rifles no what did you say I said no. We're not doing it! Boy, say it to you, our friend, so I may not die alone. What's the difference, Jen, huh? I'll do it. Shut up, Robert! Tell me, what's the difference between us and them? Because we live here! Ah! Don't shoot you. Don't shoot you. Don't shoot you. Don't shoot me, Jen. Don't 
So this is not easy. This, no. this is not easy. So the, the Russian um, soldiers captured mm-hmm. after a firefight uh, who's been hunting them down. And how have they been hunting him down? They, one of them has betrayed them. One of the Wolverines has <sighs> betrayed them. The mayor's son has swallowed a you know, radioactive tracking device. And they decide to kill him. And, you know, the acting there from Swayze is heavy. This is this is not a film that pulls punches, is it, Chris? No, no. And it, it, it's supposed to make you feel something, but it's supposed to also make you think. And, you know, I, I keep talking about it's an exploration of an idea. Right. This is the way you do that well. Right. There's something called, um, what, what do they call it, like uh, an ethical dilemma. Uh-huh. Right? This is an old right. idea where you, you work through a problem. Right. You think, okay, if you have to... Push somebody in front of a train in order to save 20 people, do you do it? Philosopher's dilemma, right? Yeah, yeah. And I like these. I like these questions. I like these ethical dilemmas. They make you really think. Because the the point of this is it's it's, it's drama, you know, the classic whatever Shakespearean conflict Mm -hmm. drama. Mm -hmm. But as you say, you, you, you you put yourself in that position. Say, okay, what if I've been running for my life for a year and one of the guys I'm with... Yeah. Helps the people who want to kill me. What, what, what I, do I keep him in my circle? Do I yeah. tie him to a tree? Do I punish him? Do I kill him? Yeah. It, it yeah. Immediately, you, you trigger this, this analysis that you have to do. Yeah. These are the questions that define you as a human being. Yeah. What would you do? And you can't define yourself as a human being, as an adult, as a mature adult, unless you occasionally push yourself into thinking about these difficult questions. And so great cinema, great storytelling, same as great novels, it presents these questions. To me, what is the point of fiction unless it forces you to think about things that you otherwise would not have? And so this this film does that several times. There's also a moment, a little bit later on, where um, one of the girls is dying. She's going to die. And she wants... The Patrick Patrick Swayze's character to shoot her to, yeah. to end it. She doesn't, want to, she doesn't want to be captured by the Russians. She's, yeah, and tortured and whatever. Right. And uh, he can't do it. He can't, he can't shoot her. He can't shoot her. And uh, it shows his humanity. It shows his love for her. And it also, you know, puts you in that position for a minute. And you do have to think, like, could I do it? You know, so many great moments like that throughout this film. And it is a difficult film for that reason. It is hard to watch because there is so many. It's, it's just tough, you know. It's a tough reality to live through, but it's a great uh, intellectual exercise and, uh, and great, great cinema is like this, I think. We are talking Making Movies Great Again. Follow our co-host Chris Coles on uh, Mr. Reagan, the YouTube channel, also the Alpha Critic. He is on Twitter at Mr. Reagan USA. Chris, what is the, uh, the big take-home politically? Uh, well, let's com- contrast it to this garbage yeah remake Red Dawn from a few years ago that had all the right actors oh Eric tell us about you know the people in this movie and uh, one of them who's trying to be super cool right so I saw this movie when it came out in 2012 I was 18 years old Uh, the fellow second from the right for those who are watching the grey beanie that's Josh Peck who made his name uh, as a a teen actor on the Nickelodeon show Drake and Josh, which was kind of like the Seinfeld of my generation. It was a very good show. It holds up well to this day. But he was the fat, goofy nerd on that show. <laughs> so then he goes on to uh, be in this movie. He's super serious. You can see in the poster he's kind of scowling. He's trying to trying to show, hey, I'm not a kid actor anymore. And he was the primary reason I went to go see it, even though I had never even seen the original. And even back then, having not seen the original, I knew it was less than than ideal of a movie. 
And not only was it less than ideal, it was, it was a garbage movie, it was now the Chinese invade, not the Soviets, because it's after the Cold War. They film the whole movie, Chris, the whole movie with Chinese soldiers, Chinese planes. And then somebody in Hollywood says, uh, uh, we want to show this in China. <laughs> right. So what they did is in post, they right. went back with CGI, with computer-generated imagery, and they you know, whited out the Chinese Red Star, right. put in the Korean flag and dubbed Korean mm. onto the Chinese dialogue. I mean, this is... What has happened to Hollywood, Chris? What, 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 is that no moral standard? Well, you know, they, they're businessmen. They want to make money. They, you know, it's Hollywood. Is it really that shocking that they would, <laughs> that they would sell their soul for, you know, yeah. Oh, we, we care about, uh, you know, whatever, human rights and everything like Except that. Except in... The Unless we're going to lose some money. <laughs> yeah. And then that's okay. You can kill some Uyghurs. We're good with that. Uh, you were telling me about uh, the new Top Gun film. Yes. The newer Top Gun film. The, the year sequel, ago yeah. The sequel to Top Gun. I didn't know about this, that there was an offense, some offensive imagery in China. And the producers wanted to CGI it's, it's, out. It's Tom's jacket. Tom's, Tom's jacket. leather jacket has a Taiwanese flag on it. From, they, the, from the original movie. Right. And so he puts it back on. Yeah. And they CG it out. Because Taiwan is an independent nation. That, it that, is not that, the property of the Chinese government. Right. But the Chinese government maintains that it is. So right. we have this conflict, right. right? And Tom Cruise, apparently, according to you, and yeah. I didn't know this, great respect Look to Tom up. Cruise. He said, no, we're going to leave that flag on there. Yeah. Screw China. And he made, you know, $1.2 billion in six weeks. <laughs> Tom Cruise, I, I, massive respect, man. Massive respect. Hats, hats are hats doffed. Off. Hats are doffed. Uh, last thing we need to do is uh, salute an actor that we, we just lost. Yeah. Uh, a guy who I love. For me, he's a bit like a, a, you know, a Powers Booth or even for those who are big fans of Harry Dean Stanton. Underrated actor. Yeah, underrated. underrated actor. And that's Tom Sizemore. Let's put some uh, images up of uh, Tom Sizemore died... Uh, Far too, far too young. He was in, you know, he was a really strong supporting actor in numerous movies. Uh, he was in Pearl Harbor. He was in Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down. He was uh, in Heat. Uh, what else? I'm, I'm going through the uh, the list of of movies he was. You know, in. you can't make films without these. No, they, they, they call them supporting actors. Yeah, yeah But yeah. in reality, like if you work in Hollywood, here's the thing: if you're um, if you're a star, yeah. Everyone just thinks about you, really. Right. If you're Tom Cruise, you're Brad Pitt, or you know George Clooney, or these guys, right. people think about those guys. But when you're on set, and you're just having lunch, and you're just hanging out and talking, the, the star might not be the funniest guy in the room. You know, it might be uh, you know you know this gentleman or or any of the any of the supporting actors, uh, and you become kind of a family on set sometimes at these shoots and. Everybody's kind of just people, you know. It's like your family for a little while. It's like your business, and you're just and there. Yeah, there's a hierarchy and whatever. And uh, people, you know, he had friends in Hollywood, and he and you can't make the film without. No, you can't have just truly, a star. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to have people like him. Yeah, unless it's the movie of the clones. <laughs> you just got one actor doing everything. You need this dynamic cast. And so you need guys like this who maybe look a little dangerous or a little tough or a little interesting or a little smart or a little weak or whatever it is uh, as a foil to the, to, the, uh, you know, to the star or whatever we think of the star. Uh, and, and a lot of these actors are underrated and overlooked, and it's a shame. But he, he, did, he, was, a, he was a well-respected guy. Yeah. I think most people know him. 62 years old. 
Uh, we salute you. We salute you, Tom Sizemore. All right, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, um, you have no excuses now, so go see it. Uh, we salute also the great John Milius, a man who gave us so many incredible movies, and Red Dawn was one of them. You've been listening to, and maybe watching, Making Movies Great Again. I'm Sebastian Gorka, and we've had him in studio all day here in the swamp. Chris Coles, Mr. Reagan, and what? Oh my gosh! I almost interrupted to say it, but I thought, well, it's it's over. No, so my get gosh! Go. How did I leave that out? <clears throat> Who's choosing? I'm choosing. You're choosing. Oh my gosh! I think we I think we decided when we were looking at your posters. Oh, we got to show that next. Time. You guys got to get a video of the posters in the hallway. We're going to do that now. We're going to walk out of here and we're going to show everybody. You my... guys think this is interesting? This, yeah. this whole this <laughs> the tchotchkes. You haven't seen the green room. You haven't seen like this whole studio is amazing. It's Thank amazing. You, He's got so many great posters. We got to a poster today, and I said, "I'm, I. This is my friend's favorite movie. This is my friend Kurt's favorite movie." I'm like, "We need to do that one of these days." He's like, it, are we going there now? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. tell, tell, tell our millions of listeners what we do. I'll give you a hint. There's a lot of trouble in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. It's, a, it's a small place. Little yeah, place. But, but it's all about the reflexes. <laughs> it's big trouble in little China. We've got to do it. We, we, what do you think, Eric? What do you think? Are we going to do big trouble in little China? I I know you and I have disagreed on this. I think it's the greatest bad movie ever made. So I no, think, it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not How a bad dare movie. you? It's pretending to be a bad movie, and we'll explain why next week. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head in a swivel, watch a six, hold the line, never give up, never give in, and stay frosty. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.